Before we get started this morning in worship, we had we had a good time yesterday at the trunk or treat. We had several trunks decorated. We're very thankful for everybody who participated. Decorated your trunks, dressed up. We know we had over 100 kids walk through yesterday because we had certain things we had 100 of and we ran out of all that. So probably 115, something like that, kids. So we had a great turnout from the community and appreciative for that. And so this wasn't planned or announced or anything, but we had some secret judges who uh, kind of walked around, checked things out, and we just had, we wish that we could give everybody who participated something, but we can't. Um, so we have first, second, and third prizes. We had somebody to look at all the trunks that were decorated, and we have some winners that we want to mention this morning. So, drum roll. First place goes to Jack and Paula. Got a gift card for you. They had the full armor of God trunk. Second place goes to Pastor and First Lady. They were Jonah and the Big Fish. Amazon gift cards were given away. <laughs> and last but not least, third place goes to Sister Liz and her girls. They had, what was that, Noah's Ark? They had Noah's Ark yesterday. There you go. So let's give everybody a round of applause.
Do you believe he's worthy today? Let's give him a hand clap of praise if you believe he's worthy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's great being in the house of the Lord uh, on this day that the Lord has made. We give him praise and glory. And uh, although it's all already been mentioned, I want to also thank everybody that uh, uh, took uh, took place and part in, um, in yesterday. Um, we've done um, a few different outreaches uh, here, and uh, uh, I, I feel like yesterday was one of the best as far as uh, participation from people from the community. As Casey said, we had well over a hundred kids come through, and um, we are thankful to God for that. It uh, it blesses my heart because they, uh, you know, as you as you heard, and if you was there, different ones had their trunks fixed up, um, different things. We had uh, uh, Noah and his ark, and uh, uh, had uh, Jonah and, and the whale, and not only and them different things, and some of these little kids that came through and their parents brought them through had never even, uh, been to church, much less Sunday school, and they didn't know who these characters, some of them didn't know who these characters was. So they got they got introduced to some things yesterday, amen, uh, and uh, about Jesus and about Bible stories, amen, and I'm one who believes that the smallest little seed that you can plant, amen, is going to come up somewhere. Hallelujah. Now, I, 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 yes, amen. I know and realize that a lot of people get all involved uh, uh, in this time of year and uh, in Halloween and witches and warlocks and all that stuff, but uh, as the sign we had says, you know, the only ghost around here is the Holy Ghost. Amen. And I think that you can take something that the devil wants to make for his gain. You can turn it around and give Jesus some glory. Hallelujah. Amen. You always got a few. So, well, we shouldn't do any kind of thing like that, no matter what. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, Amen. We as a church have got to, we got to have an alternative to what the world and the devil is doing. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, the young people and the children especially, there's so many things out there the world and the devil's got to try to capture the minds of our youth. And we've got to get, get them Jesus. I believe that. Hallelujah. So again, we thank everybody who took part because it was an outreach of our church, and we thank you so very, very much. Uh, making a few announcements right now. Next Sunday is the first Sunday of the month, and that's going to be our missions day, as always. But uh, we're going to have a visiting missionary here today, uh, next Sunday, and that's Brother Kizzle. Now, <laughs> the bulletins um, was a little mixed up. <laughs> It says, Brother Kizzle, missionary from India, will be with us next Sunday. And uh, uh, Sister Kathy came over there and says, I want to know who, uh, who's coming, uh, Brother Davis from India or Brother Kizzle from Russia. Now, now here, the bad part about this is, 
see, when Sister Darlene gets gets them all made up, she gives them to me to proofread before she prints them. Well, <laughs> I just count that as getting old, Brother Paul. I said, well, all I do, I don't know, but I didn't catch it. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't catch it. But it's going to be Brother Kizzle. This is uh, uh, this is the church and uh, ministry there in, in Russia that we have been supporting for a long time. And uh, they're going to be in, uh, they're in the States, going to be in this area. And so they're going to be with us next Sunday. So we're excited, amen, about that. So remember, and then Wednesday uh, is no. Um, is, is first of um, November, and that's what on Wednesday? Prayer night, amen. The first Wednesday night in every month is prayer, and uh, I cannot overstress uh, the importance of praying, uh, and uh, it's very important. So I'm asking you to join us in prayer Wednesday night from 7 to 8 o'clock. And uh, as we uh, approach the throne room with uh, corporate-focused prayer, and um, there's uh, there's some more little prayer request cards on the welcome desk. If you've got a special prayer request a need, get one of those filled out uh, uh, this morning, and you can drop it in the offering pan or see to it that... Uh, 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 Sister Kessie gets it, and we will put that down, especially for prayer this coming Wednesday night. We should have uh, announced that last week, but we didn't uh, get to it. Uh, and those are for special um, special prayer needs, and there's still some on that welcome desk, and you can, if you got one, and then we will take that to God in prayer. Also, about next weekend, uh, there's going to be a time change. You're going to gain an hour of sleep. You're going to fall back. Amen. So uh, remember, time change uh, next weekend, uh, and um, we will be getting, for me, I hate to say it, but we're getting close to winter now, that time of the year, and, man, it's going to get dark early, and I don't like that. (laughs) But, uh, uh, I mean, the Bible lets us know that seasons come and seasons go, and we go through them in our life, amen, we always, we have different seasons in our life, so, uh, but that will be next, um, uh, uh, next weekend, remember uh, that time change, hallelujah, glory, I think that is all the announcements, and we're going to get our devotion this morning. I've chosen uh, some scriptures in the book of Psalms, the 89th chapter I'd like to share with you for your hearing today. Psalms 89, we're going to read verse 15 down through verse 18. And this is what uh, what it reads like. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. Amen. Hallelujah. In thy name shall they rejoice all the day, and in thy righteousness shall they be exalted. 
For thou art the glory of their strength, and in thy favor our horn shall be exalted. For the Lord is our defense, and the Holy One of Israel is our king. Look at those uh, four scriptures that we have read today and take encouragement for them. Amen. And, and understand that we know the joyful sound. Hallelujah. We have heard that. Amen. And we know it. And those who know the joyful sound shall walk in the light of his countenance. And in thy name shall they rejoice all day, and in thy righteousness shall they be exalted. I'm so glad it's not my righteousness um, that I can exalt today, but it's his righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. It's what he did at Calvary. Amen. And it's his because the Bible says my righteousness is like filthy rags. Hallelujah, but we can rejoice in his righteousness. For thou art the glory of thy strength, and the favor of our horn shall be exalted, for the Lord is our defense. <laughs> I'm so glad that many years ago I learned that God's my defense. You know, as humans, when somebody, if somebody speaks out against you, or comes against you, amen, naturally, as being a human, you want to stand up for yourself and speak out, amen. But um, I learned a long time ago, things like that in this life is going to happen, but you, God is always taking care of me, and he's going to always, hallelujah. I depend on what I got on my in my heart, more so than what I may be carrying in my wallet or my pocket. Amen. I'll strap it around my shoulder underneath my coat. You know what I'm saying? You get what Pastor's saying? We can look to a lot of things for defense, but I just want the devil to know, I can't stop you from coming, Mr. Devil, but I can sure make you regret you ever did because God's my defense. Let's give him praise.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Do you realize that heaven is not a solid place? In fact, the Bible tells us there's one group of angels that's around the throne that's, that cease not day and night saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Think about that. Cease not. Holy, holy, holy. Lord, when I think about the, being in the presence of a righteous, mighty God, but church, we don't have to wait till we get there to be in His presence. His presence is omnipresent. Through the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And we can be in that presence. Hallelujah. Oh, and I don't know. I don't know. You know, the Bible gives us, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, seven different kind of crowns that different people will be able to achieve and wear. And I don't know if a crown is in my future or not. But if by chance, through the grace of God and his mercy, I, I receive some type of crown as a reward when I'm there, I'm going to be like the rest of all those elders who leave their thrones and cast them down. Lord, I did not earn this, but you did. I'm going to have to lay it at his feet. Hallelujah. Oh, my Lord, my Lord. God's good. And all the time. Let's give him a hand clap of praise. Thank you, Lord. For the benefit of those who don't know, we're going to be having a water baptism today. Jack Malcolm over here is going to be getting baptized in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank God, thank God. Hallelujah. The Lord's, Lord's moving in here. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus, and we're going to be rejoicing uh, with him in a little bit. Amen. And also with heaven, praise God, because we know that's really... That's really when the party gets kicked up in heaven, when somebody new comes into the kingdom. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. As Brother Bobby was teaching this morning, you accepted the invitation. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, you mean an invitation. Well, Jesus says, can't nobody come to me unless the Father draw him. That means uh, that, means that, that God our Father says down and writes out those 
you are invited. Oh, we request your presence, huh? Come on. Hallelujah. Whoop, whoop. Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. My Lord, my Lord. Well, we better move on because I'm not supposed to preach, but I'm beginning to feel something right now. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of Jesus. We're going to go ahead and worship the Lord and give him. Uh, and uh, several ways that can give you who are watching online, you can go to our website, ChristFamilyChurchNashville.org. If you got our, uh, our our app that we're so thankful of, uh, for Chris putting in many, it took many hours to get that app, uh, app developed that you can download on your iPad or your phone. Uh, and uh, if um, it would still been a few years down the road if it wasn't for him uh, before we could handle it because those things cost several thousand dollars to get built and set up. And uh, Or we got the kiosk out there on the welcome desk every house. Or you can still uh, you can write a check or you can still, uh, the greenbacks still in. Uh, you know, we still accept them also, hallelujah. So ever how you want to give, amen, God bless you as you give. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you because you are a giver because the word teaches us that for God so loved the world that he gave. And so we want to be like you, Lord, and so we're going to be givers as well. Bless this offering and bless the gift and the giver in Jesus' mighty name. The church say, God bless you as you give.
to do our meet and greet a little bit different this morning. Uh, There's uh, so much bad reports in the world. I love giving good reports. We gave one a few minutes ago about a baptism. That's a good report. And uh, I have talked uh, with um, Sister Shannon Falk. This is Sister Margie's niece for y'all who don't know. She's been coming pretty regular now, taking part. She was here yesterday and helped uh, in that in tremendous way. And uh, she has made it known to me that she wants to make Christ Family Church her home church. (laughs) Don't want to embarrass her, but I'm going to ask if she don't mind to come and stand up front. And for our meet and greet today, I'd like the whole body, the whole family, just to walk around and give her the right hand of fellowship and tell her, welcome home. Well, it feels so good just being here again. It feels so good feeling There's nothing I like better than God's people getting together. Feels so good being here again. It feels so good just being here again. It feels so good feeling what I feel again. There's just nothing. so good just being here again. It feels so good feeling all I feel again. There's just nothing I like better than God's people getting together feels so good being here. so good just being here again it feels so good feeling what I feel again there's just nothing I like better than God's people getting together feels so good so good just being here again it feels so good feeling like I feel again there's just nothing I like better than God's people 
getting together feels so good Being here again It feels so good Just being here again It feels so good Feeling what I feel again There's just nothing Let's give the Lord one more hand clap while you make your way back to your seats. Well, I'm just on a roll. I think I'll just keep giving out good reports, all right? Would you like to hear one more for Ronnie comes and preaches? Um, those of you that was here, uh, I remember three weeks ago or so, like uh, that uh, member f- for sure, but uh, we were blessed to have Brother Darrell to be with us. Great to see him. And um, he come and um, I went to talk to him and he said, uh, he said, uh, he said, Pastor, he said, by your permission, he said, I sure would like to come home. I told him, you don't have to ask that, brother. Hallelujah. So be in prayer for him because he's having a lot of physical difficulties. He needs a touch from God. Be in prayer, but he's getting things worked out and everything where he was going to, I don't know exactly when the transition period will be, but uh, uh, he will be coming back home to Christ's family church. Hallelujah. I'm going to have to turn it over to you before I get to snotting. Praise the Lord. See you this afternoon. So thankful for you to tune in. It's great to be in the house of the Lord today. and I want to uh, share my gratitude with everyone who participated on yesterday. And uh, as well, it was a great turnout uh, from uh, everyone here at church as well uh, that participated and decorated the car. Every car looked nice, and Sister uh, Guest is not in here, but I am disappointed that I didn't at least get a participation trophy. I mean, 
Hello, it is 2023. Everybody gets a participation trophy, you know? So since I don't have a participation trophy, I'm gonna have to go to my safe place right, right over here and take a moment. But now, congratulate those who did uh, get the first and second and third place there. That, was, that truly is great and so thankful for everyone to um, uh, participate in that. Praise the name of the Lord. I want to take us to uh, the book of Colossians this afternoon for opening text. Colossians chapter 1, and we will begin reading verse 19. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Colossians chapter 1, beginning reading at verse 19. God is good. And all the time. Amen, amen. Wonderful worship this afternoon. So, so thankful for the presence of the Lord. Aren't you thankful that you, you come to a house of the Lord and worship where you feel the presence of the Lord? And we give place to His Holy Spirit. We give Him place. We don't, we don't put ourselves first and, and do things of our own accord. We, we yield to the presence of the Lord because without the presence of the Lord, where else are you going to be healed? How else are you going to receive salvation if you need it? How else are you going to feel His touch? Hallelujah. If you don't give place to the presence of the Lord, let His Spirit guide and direct. I'm so thankful for a house of worship today that allows place for the Holy Spirit to move. Hallelujah. So thankful for that. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. So Colossians chapter 1, beginning reading at verse 19. And it reads like this, For it pleased the Father that in Him all the fullness should dwell, and by Him to reconcile all things to Himself, by Him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of His cross. And you, who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now He has reconciled in the body of His flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in His sight. If indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. And he gave himself away there, who wrote, who wrote this uh, to the church of Colossians. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this service today. I thank you for your mighty presence. I thank you for the Holy Spirit, Lord. It is so real, not only in this place, in this house of worship, but within, within ourselves, our own lives. We thank you for that real presence, that Holy Spirit. And now, Lord, just use me as you see fit, Heavenly Father. Let your word go forth as you have desired it for this hour. Let every heart, Lord, be open and receptive to the word of God. Hallelujah. Let every ear hear exactly what it is that you once said. Not me, Father. I don't want Ronnie Pruitt to be in a way. Let your word go forth as the Spirit has said it to go forth. In the mighty name of Jesus, let everybody say amen. amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Whoever brought me to water, thank you. I didn't see that. Appreciate that. Thank you, Jesus. I want to speak to you for the next few moments on the subject immovable. 
immovable. Now, we are definitely in a day and hour that the children of God has definitely got to get some ways about them that's immovable. We've got to, we have got to be set in the standard of God as we have on a podium, standing on the Word of God. We have got to sink into the Word of God and not move on that. We have got to be immovable in this day and hour that we live in. There's so many different things that comes our way that tries to move us and shift our attention and, and, and shift us away from where we first begun in Christ Jesus. And so this message is for those who, like Jr. here, getting baptized today, is going to be his spiritual man giving birth and coming up in water baptism. We've had uh, many other baptisms this year. But it's also a reminder for everyone else that we need to be immovable in Jesus Christ. And even more than that, there's no excuse why we cannot be immovable in Him. There's no excuse for us not to be immovable. I want to share with you uh, a story uh, about um, when me, uh, Michelle and I went to, on our anniversary trip one year to uh, Disney World. It was the last year that they had the... Um, um, the light, uh, the lights parade, the magical electrical parade. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. Okay, so it was a very. It, it happened to be on our anniversary night. It was a magical electrical parade, and uh, this goes back to Michelle's history growing up. She loved it. She's always loved it, and so I wanted to treat her uh, to that. And we went down there on the last night of it, and I don't know why I'm getting. Uh, I can't talk about my wife. I can't get choked up. She means that much to me. So just bear with me. It's just a story. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, snap out of it, Pruitt. So we go. So we go down there, and you know it's great. And uh, down there at Disney, everybody who's been knows that they mask and tape off areas where the parade's going to come through, and you have to stay behind that line. You you can't move uh, past that line. You got to stay behind that mask and tape. And so. Everyone has got to get in place prior to the parade coming by and be in place. If you're outside of that line, they'll tell you to move on somewhere. You can't be outside of that. It's like a boundary, you know, uh, that masking tape that's there. So you have to be there. So being that that was our focus, that was, you know, hey, we, this is the last night they're having it. It went away. I think it went to uh, California after that. It was no longer going to be at Disney World. So it's like, that's our focus. That's the whole point. You get the idea. We went there for this. <laughs> So we're there, and we go uh, to uh, wait, begin to wait for the parade, and we get there sometime before, and we got our spot. We start by sitting back because the crowd don't show up uh, everybody at the same time, so we get a spot, we sit down. But as we see people coming along, we're, we're making sure we're keeping our spot. We picked out the spot we wanted, and, and we're there. So as the crowd starts to come, we get up in our spot, so now we begin to stand and Michelle's got our backpack and she's holding on to, and the crowd just comes and comes and comes. It gets closer to time. It's uh, getting more and more people get in. It's getting louder, more noisy. Well, then here comes this one dude that's by himself, and he's just loud. He's obnoxious, and he's forcing his way through the crowd, pushing everybody, getting everybody to get to move out of his way. Wants them to move. Well. We ain't moving. 
we're not moving. We've made our mind up. You know, this is our place. And we're in, we're in the very front, you know. And so, I mean, I'm looking and focused on the tape line to make sure we stay within that. But he's pushing it. And everybody else just lets this guy move on around them. He keep advancing his spot, you know. So And then, so then I'm kind of not focused and paying attention too much. And he's right beside Michelle, and he's breathing on her neck right behind her, you know, and just, and she's trying to swing the, the backpack to him to get him to move back and going on. And, you know, I'm, I'm just a lost ball in high weeds, not realizing how bothersome he's been until she brings it to my attention. And then, so, she, and she tells me, you know, he's like, he's just breathing on my back, you know, and he wants us to move. But we ain't moving, and so I finally turn around and I'm like, "Look, dude, you're gonna have you're gonna have to back up. You're gonna have you're gonna have to back up. I can't move. I mean, it gets real ugly real quick on his part, and <laughs> yeah, on it. Well, and I'm and we try to be our best because they will throw you out uh, of Disney parks, uh, you know, for unruly behavior. Uh, this wasn't an issue for us, but even for foul language, they would throw they would throw you out. That's an issue for this gentleman because he got so mad, so ugly, and there was other children around, and other people started, you know, coming to the defense and saying, "Hey, you know, watch your mouth, watch." Your... He just gets so rude and ugly because he wants that spot, but we ain't moving. We had to be. We were immovable. That was the focus of of us being there was to see this uh, nighttime electrical parade. Before it went on, so finally he gets so mad and realizes he's not winning out, and we ain't moving. He runs off, and he get and he gets gone. I don't know whatever happened to him transpired with him after that point, because some uh, some other Disney uh, folks come by and they were trying to figure out what was going on. I'm pretty sure they went looking for the guy, but the point was he he tried so hard to get us to move. He tried breathing hot and heavy on her neck. He was just so. You know, the the type, he was just being the type of person you don't want around you. You want him gone. And I was just I was just like, really, dude, really? I'm like, you know, and I and I tried as nicely and politely as I could to get him to back up and let him know clearly that we ain't going nowhere. We ain't moving. It's gonna to have to be him. But he finally went on. But I, I just wanted to share that little story story with you about sometimes we have to be immovable. You know, and I know there's been a situation in your life where you've had to lay the law down. You've had to let it be clear. You're not moving on a particular situation, a particular circumstance. And so much more so is the case today that we need to be immovable in the kingdom of God and in our own lives, in our own law. We need to be immovable. And there's no excuse for us not to be. There's no excuse for us not to be. Our scripture starts out, my Apostle Paul is saying that it pleased God that in him, Jesus, all the fullness should dwell. And over in the second chapter, it says, For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. We are complete in him, just the same as Jesus Christ is the fullness of God in the flesh. We are in fullness in Jesus Christ. We are lacking nothing in because of Jesus Christ, His fullness. Everything we need, we receive from Him. Hallelujah. Everything we need, no matter what it is, power, strength, healing, comfort, everything we have is in Him. We have fullness in Him. And nothing is more important than grace and truth. We need grace and truth in our lives 
like nothing else. This grace, grace and truth that I'm referring to is a divine grace, divine truth that we need in our lives. Let's look at John chapter 1, 16 and 17. And of his fullness we have all received and grace for grace. Hallelujah. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. It is through him that we have that grace and truth. And that helps us to be immovable. Hallelujah. Our fullness in Jesus makes us immovable. And we need this truth and grace in our lives and our walk with Jesus now more than ever. Hallelujah. We need that. Hallelujah. And I'm going to share other areas with you this afternoon. And it's all makes us immovable in Christ Jesus. But our fullness in Jesus makes us immovable. We need to be immovable today. We don't need to be shoved around and pushed around, hallelujah, by the enemy because we can be immovable through him. Praise the name of the Lord. Verse 20, if you want to put that one back up, it says, And by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. And 21 said, And you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled. See, it took Jesus Christ and him willingly laying down his life and going to that cross to be crucified, to reconcile not only mankind back, back to God, but also earth. You know, when Adam sinned, it was, it was earth that had, that, that had uh, the curse put on it as well. And so it took Jesus Christ to not only reconcile the earth, the heavens and earth back, but mankind as well. We are now reconciled because of him. Hallelujah. And you once were alienated, enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now we are reconciled to him. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful that the blood of Jesus brings us back to God. It is his blood. Hallelujah that brings us back to our Creator. That is the missing link. That is the open hole that is within our lives that brings us back to Him. You, if you ever before that you come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ or to accepting Him, you was always searching for something. You were always trying to fill a void. You were trying to fill something. You didn't quite know what it was. You didn't quite know what was there. Maybe you tried, you know, just partying with your friends with drugs and alcohol. Maybe you tried uh, uh, illicit sex. There's all kind of things going on nowadays that make your head spin. It's going on. And all it is is people trying to do things to fill a void that's in their life. And it all leaves them empty. It all leaves them continually unhappy. No one will ever be happy until they come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. It took the blood of Jesus to bring us back to God. This, Ephesians 2 and 13. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Brought near. It takes His blood to bring us near. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for it. His blood makes us immovable. His blood makes us immovable. Hallelujah. We need that blood on our lives today. Hallelujah. That's why water baptism is so very important. When we get baptized in the name of Jesus, calling His name upon us, going down in that watery grave, hallelujah, and calling on the name of Jesus. His blood covering our sins. Praise His holy name. Verse 22, In the body of His flesh through death 
to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. Hallelujah. In the body of his flesh through death, thank you, Lord, to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. I'm so thankful today that it's in his sight and no one else. Nobody else's sight. Even after you come to the Lord Jesus Christ and you ask forgiveness, you've been baptized, receive his spirit, he's manifested himself to you, and you speak in that heavenly language, you still may have family or friends that don't understand it. In their sight, they, they don't see no change, no, maybe, and, and no difference. But by your fruits, they'll see some change and difference. But other, other than that, a lot of times they, won't, they, they don't want to see the change. They don't want to see the difference in your, your family and friends. But in his sight, you're holy. In his sight, you're blameless. Hallelujah. In his sight, you're above reproach. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I praise your holy name. I thank you, Lord. I, the, uh, the word has already been confirmed with me with other scriptures that I'm about to give, and I just feel it bubbling up within inside me. I, I almost... It, I hardly can't stand still. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. I thank the Lord for it today. Hallelujah. Praise His holy name. But I'm, and I'm getting ready to share you some of, uh, some of that scripture. Hallelujah. But it took His death for this to happen. Nobody else's would do. It was His sinless blood. Hallelujah. It was His death that it had to be. Revelation 1.18 I am He who lives. The word, of course, of Jesus. I am He who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Ooh, aren't you glad he's alive forevermore? Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and death. Hallelujah. He, he has all power and all control over it. He is over every principality and power. He has control of it all. He lives forevermore. And because of his death and resurrection, hallelujah, Woo, glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We are immovable because of what he did for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is so important to know that it was his death and nobody else's. Everyone else in the, in the world down through the centuries that ever claimed to be a prophet, that ever claimed to be the one that, that you should follow, follow me. They're dead and in a grave and still there. There's only one man. Whoo, hallelujah. Only one man that ever laid down his life and brought his life up again. That was Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for it, Lord. Everyone else, you, you can go to their graves and they're still there. But there's one that the grave's open. They won't be sure you see he ain't there. Every other one, well, you know, you just got to have faith. He's in there. He's made, pro you know, the pro Prophet Muhammad made promises. But he's, his bones are right there, dead in the grave. Jesus is alive and well. Mankind needs to watch out who they're following today. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Hallelujah. All things have become new. I'm not the man that I used to be. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. All things have become new. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful for that today. In verse 21 of that same, For he has made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. Hallelujah. Jesus knew no sin, but he took on all of that sin that we might become 
the righteousness of God in him. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. His righteousness. His righteousness makes us immovable. It's not our righteousness. Hallelujah. It's not anything we do. It's not our righteousness. It's His righteousness that makes us immovable. Hallelujah. And I'm righteous in the sight of God. Hallelujah. I'm holy in the sight of God. He is going to present me one day. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. Glory to His name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm looking forward to that day. And I know you are as well. Hallelujah. I know you are as well. Hallelujah. His righteousness makes us immovable. Going on to verse 23. If indeed you continue in the faith. If indeed you continue in the faith. That lets us know that we've got to continually do something. We don't just get baptized, receive Jesus Christ, walk on out the doors, and never think no more about Jesus and say, well, I've accepted, I've been baptized, I've accepted Jesus, I believe in Him, I'm going right back out. I don't need to go to church. I don't, I, don't, I don't need to be in the presence of the Lord. I don't need the church. I don't need the fellowship of the brotherhood. I don't need none of that. I, I receive Jesus, and, you know, that's it. That's not it. If indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel. Hallelujah. We do not need to be moving away from the hope of the gospel as we first heard it and received it. We need to stay steadfast. We need to stay grounded. Hallelujah. We must be fastened to someone stronger than ourselves. We are not strong enough in ourselves to be able to be immovable. We can't do it. There's no way possible for us to do it. We need someone stronger than ourselves. And we all know that man to be Jesus Christ. We need to be rooted in an immovable foundation. If we are not firmly joined to Jesus Christ, we will be driven and moved by life's storms. We will be, we will be driven by life's passions that come our way, the constant blows of circumstances that come our way. And like Apostle Paul was telling the church at Colossians there, different uh, philosophies that come their way, different doctrines, false doctrines that come their way, we will be driven and moved by those when we hear them. That's what will happen to us. We have to have something stronger than ourselves that when we hear these things, when we see these things, when these things come our way, that we can remain immovable. And that's in Christ Jesus. We can only be immovable through Christ. We're all going to face a variety of issues and circumstances and we're going to hear different theologies. We're going to hear different methods. But we need to stay true to what the Word of God says and to what the Gospel teaches us when we first believe in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We can be immovable today. We can be immovable there, there are some Christians who are completely unaware that they have shifted so far away from Jesus Christ. There are some Christians in churches all over the world who claim Jesus, but they have drifted away from Him. They've not stayed immovable. They've not stayed focused on Him. So they moved away. And it, it makes me think of, uh, just to give you an example, is like, you, uh, if you've ever been to a beach and you go down to the water and you go out there in the water and you're, walk, you're just playing around uh, out there in the ocean 
and just having a good time. And then the next thing you know, you, you've moved maybe 50 to 100 feet down from where you were, where you walked into the, in the water. You ever, you ever been to the water? That's what happens. The way the waves and the current goes and comes in, it's going to push you that direction that it's going. And you, I mean, because I remember the first time uh, we went to the ocean and went out there and walked, and I'm like, got up and turned around and looked like, wait a minute, we were way down there. Or you might see your family or whoever you're with down there. We were way down there. Now you've moved. And that's the way some Christians are. They don't even realize that they've moved so far away from Jesus that when, when you know, a circumstance hit, when the trials hit, they don't know how to respond. They don't know how to act because they don't move so far away from Jesus. They're caught by surprise. They're caught off guard. But there's a way today, there's a way this afternoon that you cannot be caught off guard. You cannot be caught off surprise in Christ Jesus. There is a way today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. There is a way today. Don't be the Christian that's holding on so loosely that they get caught off guard. Don't hold on so loosely. Stay in, stay in this fight. Stay in this battle. Hallelujah. There's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. So don't hold on loosely. There's one way that you can hold on, and, he, and it's not your strength, but it's His strength, and that's the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. Just like I mentioned earlier, I'm so thankful for a place of worship where we allow the Holy Spirit to move and direct in our service because the Lord knows each and every need and situation. And unless He, unless he enlightens me or pastor or maybe even one of you something that enlightens of a particular situation that's going on to go to you directly, the Lord knows above everybody else. And he wants to move the service in a way that he desires and wishes so that your needs can be met. He wants to do that. But it takes his Holy Spirit and us yielding to that presence, that Holy Spirit. We need to yield to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Let's look at Luke 24 and 49. Jesus said uh, before he ascended, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued or clothed, if you will, with power from on high. Jesus said, he told them, to wait and tarry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. That power, that dunamis that's referring to right there is strength for you. Hallelujah. The same power that Jesus gave on the day of Pentecost as they, as they did wait in the upper room and, and the Holy Spirit fell upon each of them and they all spake with a the heavenly language, that unknown tongue that so many didn't understand, that power gave at the start of the church right then and that day. The start of the church right then and that day is the same power, the same strength that is going strong today. It's the same Holy Spirit that you need, that you cannot live without to keep you immovable in this day and life that we live in. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. If you don't have the Holy Spirit guiding you, directing you, being that strength within your life that, that, you're, hold, that you're holding on to, you're going to be tossed and turned with every situation that comes. You're going to be moved by emotionalism more than you're going to be directed by the Holy Spirit. It's a truth anyhow. Hallelujah. 
Too many Christians are, in, are pushed around by emotionalism. I feel good today. I'll go to church. Oh, I don't feel good this Sunday. This happened to me. I'm not going to go. Don't let emotionalism shift you down the coastline from where Jesus Christ is. He has placed you where you need to be. Hallelujah. That Holy Spirit is trying to guide you and move you and direct you. Yeah, things are coming at you left and right. But the Holy Spirit that you hold on to, that when you go to His house, when you spend time in prayer, when you spend time in the Word, that's how He talks to you. That's how you receive from Him. Hallelujah. It's going to keep you immovable in this day and hour that we live in. And I come to tell you this afternoon, this old world ain't getting any better. It's only getting worse. There's wars and rumors of wars. There's evilness all around. You can't go out to a movie theater or a bowling alley without the threat of being, being shot up anymore. But those who are in Christ Jesus have the power to have peace in their life. You don't have to be afraid to go to these places because Jesus Christ gives you perfect peace today. Hallelujah. You don't have to be scared of that. I'm not going nowhere until the Almighty is done with me. Hallelujah. So I'm not going to be afraid to go to a bowling alley and have some fun with my family from time to time. I'm not going to be afraid to go to a movie theater if there's finally ever something good on. Maybe the Chosen will come out and we can go watch something decent. Hallelujah. I'm not going to be afraid to go out society because you know what? Somebody needs to hear the word of the Lord. Somebody needs to feel the love of Jesus and it's not me. It's His righteousness in me that they're going to feel that love. That they're going to see that love. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a lost and dying world out there and the devil's trying to keep the church scared and afraid. And yes, these things are happening all around us. And, and just like I referenced what happened up in Maine, that is a ploy of the devil. There's evil out in the world, but we can't, we can't let that evil run us. We can't let the evil control us. We've got to overcome evil with good. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's just like Pastor said earlier, talking about the trunk retreat we did. And me and Michelle said the very thing last night that the trunk retreat was a good thing to have because it was all biblical based. It was all uh, uh, sh uh, sharing the light of Jesus in this, in, in this dark world, in this evil world that's going on. And I heard different ones. I know uh, Sister Paula uh, was telling different ones that, to come to Sunday school and, and talking about Sunday school. And uh, Brother Pat was doing the same thing. I heard him telling, inviting people to come to church. And we use that, uh, what's typically a time of darkness and people who go to the extreme of Halloween and go to, uh, to all, all this extreme of, of badness and evil, we try to turn that around for the good, for the kingdom of God. Because if the church isn't willing, the body of Christ, I mean, isn't willing to stand up and get out there and get amongst the devil's territory, how are we going to get that ground back? Hallelujah. Was, whoo, glory. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We... The kingdom of God has fought for ground and it's not time to give it up. One issue that Israel's had over the, over the, over these past several decades is every time there's been a conflict, every time Hamas keeps firing them rockets out and, they, and that iron dome keeps shooting them down and they've been protected. But every time there winds up trying to be a ceasefire and calmness going around, they give land back to them. They give, them the, they give them some ground back to try to be calm. But it's not time to give any more land back. 
It's time to quit giving the, de- the, the enemy more and more territory. What God has given us, we need to stand on and we can be immovable on God's territory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord anyhow. Let's go to Ephesians 3. We're going to read 16 and 17. He that will grant you according to the riches of His glory to be strengthened with might through His Spirit in the inner man. Hallelujah. That Christ may dwell in your hearts. Dwell in your heart. He needs to live there, remain there. Don't, don't create an environment where Jesus don't want to be living within your heart. You, you can do that. You can walk so far into sin that the Lord's not going to remain there. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love. Hallelujah. We need to be rooted and grounded in His love today. Hallelujah. That His love makes us immovable. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful for that today. We need His love in, a, in, in this day and hour that we're going to share the gospel of Jesus for the other folk because they're... they're Brother Bobby talked about this morning, like the phone call, some the phone rings, and there's somebody you don't want, you don't necessarily want to talk to. What do you do? And somebody hauled out, you know, you don't want to talk to them. Because sometimes you need some love of Jesus. Say, well, maybe I need to talk to these folks. Maybe there's something important going on. You know, they may interrupt. You know, your favorite television show. They may be interrupting something that that you're looking forward to, and you think at the time you're like, I ain't got time for this. I don't want to talk to them, but that love of Jesus need to kick you in. And you think, oh, my brother and my sister's calling, you know, in the Lord. If it's your family, you might, I don't know how y'all in your family, you may want, but in a, if the brother or sister calls in the Lord, you're going to have to get that grunt out of the way and go on and talk to them. Hallelujah. Grounded in love. And I want to give you this, uh, this last scripture for today, Galatians 2.20, and it's one of the... Uh, the morning, the morning decorations that we do each and every day, it's where it comes from. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. Now really focus on that. I have been crucified with Christ. And we, this makes us immovable. We need to forget about ourselves and realize who's living in us. The old Ronnie is dead and buried and gone. I'm not, I'm, I might be living in my flesh, but I, Jesus Christ is living in me. I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. I need that, know that every single day. Every single day. I need, I need to remind myself of that. Because if I don't remind myself of that every single day, my old fleshly nature may try to creep up, even though he's, he's supposed to be dead and buried and gone. But I've, I've got to make sure that I don't give in to the flesh. He did the Spirit, let him walk in the Spirit. But Christ lives in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He gave himself for me. I've been crucified in Christ. It's no longer I who lives, but Christ lives in me. You can be immovable today by the Holy Spirit. It's His Spirit within us that makes us immovable. It makes us immovable. I hope that what I have shared with you today will make you think about being immovable in the kingdom of God. Let's stand this afternoon. I thank you for your attention.
And if there's anything that I know for sure with a certainty of this message that the Lord gave me is that we need to have the courage to stand for Jesus. Everything, it all comes from Him. His Spirit, His love. We are immovable with Him. And there's no excuse for us not to be all these things. We can have the love. We can have the strength. We can be encouraged with Him. Hallelujah. It's through His Holy Spirit. And if you haven't given your heart to Jesus today, if you haven't repented, if you haven't been baptized in the name of Jesus, or if you haven't allowed yourself to have the manifestation of the Holy Spirit come up through you and begin to speak in other tongues, you need to make that your, your focus. Not, you know, don't give up on it. You know, receiving the Holy Spirit, that, manif that manifestation of Jesus Christ, His Holy Spirit within us, sometimes it happens for people when they come up out of the water, and that's great, and we should all pray for each one that goes down, they come up, they, they speak in that heavenly language that, that Jesus, like His Word says, will manifest Himself. But sometimes it takes a little bit of time. And don't be discouraged. I was discouraged as I was coming up. And I let that discouragement shove me and move me instead of being immovable. But don't, don't be that one today. Don't be ashamed. Don't be backward. Don't be shy. Be vocal for the Lord. Just praise His name. You ain't got to yell to the top of your lungs like Sister Shelley. You don't have to do that. Be, be vocal. Let your vocal cords go and praising His name, glorifying His name. And before you know it, when you just totally yield to Him, that Holy Spirit is just going to be manifested within you. Hallelujah. But we are here to pray with you this afternoon. If there's anyone who needs prayer or to come down for anything before we have our baptism today. God bless you today. Welcome, Holy Spirit.
the Lord. You can be seated. I'm going to ask Jack to go ahead over here to the side and get ready and running. Jesus' name, we give you a release right now. Touch your body from the top of her head to the sole of her feet, Lord. We speak it, Lord. I speak health. I speak healing right now, Lord. Hallelujah. God, I rebuke this right now, Lord. God, you lay your touch right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Thank you, new Lord, thank you, new Lord, thank you, new Lord. God, we praise you, God, we praise you, we praise you. Hallelujah, Jesus, right now, Lord. Glory to the Lamb of God, hallelujah. Praise the Lamb. Coming to the house of the Lord. Uniting with our brothers and sisters in worship is tremendous. It's a great thing. And to be in the presence of the Lord, there's nothing like it. To be able to have deliverance and healing. But what we're fixing to do now is the most important thing of any assembly. Nothing. I believe in miracles. I believe in signs and wonders. 
But the greatest miracle, the greatest miracle there is, is when somebody comes to Christ and there's a change. Hallelujah. There's a change. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't know much about Jack's past, but when he comes out of that water to God, it didn't exist no more. It don't exist no more. When you come to Christ and have those sins remitted to God, that life never was because a new creature in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I remember a song Ketcher used to sing, What Sin? Hallelujah. What Sin? I heard a, I heard a guy preach one time. He said, well, when we all stand up for the judgment, we're going to stand there and we're going to see all of our past like a big motion picture there. All that. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. But the, the night I came, came into Jesus, all that's been erased. Cast in the sea of forgetfulness never to be remembered against you again. Why would God... See, what did Paul tell the, uh, uh, the Roman church? There is therefore no more condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we are going to rejoice and we're going to be thankful to God. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. Thank you, Jesus. Going down the bubbles come out. People on the both sides, if you need to reposition yourself to where you can can see. We're so thankful for Jr. to be making this commitment and get on his own. Uh, he don't mind me sharing with you. I don't know how many uh, know what has recently transpired in his life that uh, had brought him to, uh, which he, he's come several times to church now uh, with Sister Paula, and he's felt the move of the Lord each time. But then in between that and coming, uh, he, had a, he had an episode where he was driving his truck uh, and he had a heart attack and run off the road. And I believe you told me, uh, they said you were dead for like five minutes or something. Yeah, he, he was out not breathing for a period of time. And the Lord miraculously brought him back. Amen. There ain't no other way of saying it. The Lord brought him back. How many of you know there's been people that have instantly just dropped dead of a heart attack? That, and that was it. But the Lord has a work for this brother. He's got something in store for his life. 
There's a reason why the Lord has saved you for this time, brother. Hallelujah. And he's used this experience as his time to make things right with the Lord. He's asked forgiveness. And he's ready to give his heart completely over to Jesus. And now just as Pastor had expressed so wonderfully and beautifully last week about the, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus and our likeness of it as well, he is making this commitment today. And we're so thankful for that today. Let's just have a word of prayer with Brother J.R. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Brother J.R. He's going down in this watery grave. Hallelujah. He's made a change in his life. He's made a commitment to serve you. We ask, Father, Lord, that your spirit just well up in him. And that he that Holy Spirit, Lord, that you, as your word has promised him, that it will just come out, Lord, of him as we bring him up out of water in the name of Jesus. That heavenly language, Lord, that he will begin to speak. And at that point, Lord, he will be immovable forevermore in your kingdom. Hallelujah. We thank you for him. We thank you for his commitment. Hallelujah. And your, your guidance and his walk with you. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus, everybody said. Amen. Hallelujah. Brother Jack Botham, according to the word of God and upon the profession of your faith, I baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.